0: Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand, with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. I'm going to keep it 100 with you all. I have stopped and restarted this podcast like 100 times, and it's not my normal, like, insecure bullshit. It's like a little. Little teeny bit of that. However, just shit keeps happening. Like, someone's like slamming into the goddamn wall and, like, not in a juicy way. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I think my neighbor, like, brings his bike and his tennis racket out. And I think he thinks that's an invitation for me to know that he's doing that because he slams it against the wall. And I'm like, nobody uh cares what you're doing. Please be quiet. And then my neighbors below me, who are usually very quiet, there's just like a lot of noise coming from downstairs. And maybe they're like, I'm tired of hearing this bitch record her podcast. Uh, so loudly but you know they could tune it in they're getting a preview of the podcast for free so honestly I should be charging them uh at first I I stopped because I was like oh is this yelling like in a way at first of like oh do I need to intervene but then in a way of like what are you yelling about is it juicy I am recording the podcast is this content uh but anyways I've just decided we're gonna power through because you probably can't hear it every time I think that there's something that like you all can hear I'll ask someone and they say no so it's all good uh, anyways, wow. Happy uh, Wednesday for you all. It's Tuesday for me. And, uh, this week I've been really focused on, um, habits like film feel- <laughs> forming good habits as I should say, because I feel like this has been such a fun growth year for me and I'm super excited about that. I feel like I'm becoming like my best version of myself as I've, I've said a bunch of times, but one of the things that I was just talking to front of the podcast Eloy about was like when you are. Growing and trying to make changes for yourself sometimes it gets really overwhelming because you're like oh my god I have all these things I want to change and can improve and then you're like do I focus on my career do I focus on my health do, like and it just gets so overwhelming that you end up becoming a little bit of a hermit crab and you don't change at all so this week I decided I want to focus on focus on two like small habits that I feel like I can change so or form, I guess, they're both things I've been doing for a long time, just not consistently. So one of them was, uh, journaling because, you know, I love journaling and it really, really helped me in 2020. I feel like 2020, like 2021, that was like a key savior in my life. And it kind of like fell off for me and I've been doing a lot more lately and it's been feeling so great. And then my other thing was just like 30 minutes of like physical activity, like hot girl walk, Viking, lacrosse, I did, okay, I just have to say, listen, I know this is a humble brag and it's not even a humble brag. I don't think anything about me is humble. I'm going to keep it real on that one. This is a brag brag. I went to, I think I mentioned this like a couple weeks ago that I went to do like wall ball. So when you play lacrosse, you know, it's quite literally what it sounds like throwing a ball at the wall and catching it. So there's this little tennis court down the street from my house and they have these individual like handball and tennis courts where you can like play on your own And there is one that's like kind of blocked off from everyone. So that's what I used last time. But this time only the public very in view one was available. And I was like super stressed about this because I was like, um, I don't want everyone to see me fuck up, but whatever. I was like, this is a mission. Also, by talking to Andrew, in case you're new to the podcast, Andrew is my therapist. He's the star of the show. And so Andrew and I were talking and I was like, you know, sometimes I have this like aggression And, like, not in a concerning way. However, I just, like, don't know what to do with it because I don't play sports anymore. And it, like, took me a long time to realize that. But I'm, like, oh, I used to just play a sport. So then I was, like, get that shit out on the field. However, I don't now. So, like, what do I do? So I was feeling really angry yesterday. Like, work was just too much for me to handle. And I was, like, I'm going to do wall ball. So it was great. Anyways, all this to say, let's get back to the brag, is that there was this lady who was playing tennis right next to me. And I accidentally, like... I didn't catch the ball and it like rolled over to her and she was like, oh my gosh, you must practice all the time. You're so good. And I was like, oh, um, actually, you know, I did this for the first time a couple weeks ago. And before that, it had been like four or five years like that. I really sat and done this like she was like, oh, my gosh, you're so talented. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I played in college. No one needs to know it was club. No one needs to know that. That's not important. That's not an important part of that story. I was like, mm-hmm, I was a college athlete. It's fine. And um, I was also general manager of my college radio station. And um, it's fine. Uh, so anyways, that was my not by humble, not humble brag about that. I felt like so great. And how cool she was like, because of course, I feel like for you. And this is such. Listen, you already know I'm going to make this a metaphor about life. When I was playing the whole time, I kept thinking about the ones I was dropping because what I do is I try to get to 50 on both hands. And like if you if I drop it, I start over. And this time because my arms are so fucking sore, cause I don't lift weights or do anything these days. Like, oh, my God, I was like holding a, a baby human. I don't even know how parents do that. Like I was holding my niece, Madison, and I was like shit dog can she like lean up a little bit like i don't know this shit's heavy not that she's heavy it's just like i am weak is what it is anyways all this is to say that i was doing like 10 like 10 right Twenty, you like I was switching off basically, so that really sucked when I dropped one and I had to like restart from the very beginning. So, anyways, all I was thinking about was all the balls that I dropped, and this lady was like so impressed by all the ones that I caught. And I feel like that's just like this little metaphor here about how we always focus on the negative, and sometimes it takes an outsider just being like, "Yeah, maybe this sucked, maybe you dropped one, but look at all the things that you did that were impressive." And it was just so needed. This lady probably didn't really give a shit to talk to me that much, but. Listen, she went out of her way to compliment me and it totally made my day. So I love that. Uh, And anyways, okay, what I wanted to get at my angry moment about this was that so I went for a hot girl walk tonight before the podcast and I was walking on the sidewalk like a normal fucking human being. And this man was also walking on the sidewalk and the sidewalk was wide. I would like to start with that. And I feel like walking etiquette, especially post-COVID, is that you kind of like, move to the edges of the sidewalk when you're passing someone like nobody wants to like bump and grind in the middle of the sidewalk like get out of the way so I walk and this man was on the other side and then he moves to the middle and he just keeps moving like closer and closer to me like as we're walking and I'm like first of all I can smell your absolute ratchet bo from here you better back the fuck down but of course as much as I want to bad bitch my way out of it I am also a woman on a walk in the nighttime. So I'm not about to get fucking murdered. So then what were you all going to do? Just have a Wednesday without a podcast episode? That sounds real fucking depressing. So anyways, I like had to maneuver my way. And I'm by the way, when I made the comment about BO, like I wasn't just being shady, like this man smelled terrible. And like it was bad. But I was just so fucking annoyed because I was like, move. The sidewalk is definitely big enough for the two of us. And you just like decided to walk in the middle because what? Like, did that give you some fucking power? Do you feel better about yourself because you were able to do that? Like, tell me more. Tell me more about your fragile masculinity that made you feel like you had to walk on my side of the street. I could have motherfucking killed somebody. I was so fucking annoyed. I, I absolutely could not. Um, anyways, that was ra- unnecessary rage. And I think I should have like just done wall ball instead. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I have to say I have to also get to a thank you in this podcast because I got to take a look at my Spotify wrapped for, um, the podcast and it did really well. You guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're listening on any platform, uh, but as a small little shout out to my Spotify listeners, this was so awesome to see. Um, you know, we really increased our numbers and our reach. I was listened to in 17 countries. So like, shout out to that. How fun. I did always know I had a small India following and I really hold on to that tightly. So thank you for that. Um, And I am really excited to keep growing this podcast. I mean, this is like one of the most exciting things that I think I do in my life. And what I'm so proud of about it is that, you know, I grew up wanting to be in radio and I did that. And that's so fucking cool. Like just genuinely so cool that I was able to do that however due to like some health stuff and you know peer finances I really wasn't able to continue in that career also I realized that you know when I was going to be in radio I was planning on like living in all these other states and all this stuff and I just realized that that really wasn't what mattered to me anymore I really wanted to be able to be at you know my best friend Julie's kids first birthday party or like a bridal shower or just like Christmas, you know, like I wanted to be at these things. And so I, you know, decided that I wanted to to not do radio anymore. And, um, you know, I'd still obviously if if it ever worked out again, it was my favorite job ever. But I started the podcast as a way to like still do what I love, but kind of on my own terms. And I just wanted to say thank you to you all for supporting it so much. And now that I've been really nice to you, allow me to be really fucking mean to you. Here's what's annoying about this, you guys. I cannot. I cannot. The last two years, and I don't know what this says about me, that I've had interesting breakups two years in a row, but the top performing episode was... I'm sorry I'm heartbroken, um, in, like, I think it was maybe Hello, I'm Heartbroken. I honestly can't remember what I called it back in 2021, which was the Jimmy breakup episode. And then, (laughs) um, I honestly can't even remember what I called the Scotland breakup episode. I feel like if I said it was I'm heartbroken part two, that's fucking hilarious, but I genuinely don't remember. However, um... That was the top performing Spotify episode of this year. And I was like, you guys, I got robbed this year. We were robbed in Mexico. How is that not more interesting than my dumb ass getting my heart broken again? Like, hello, Hello. Oh my God. I was fucking dying when I saw that. I was like, of course, at first I wasn't surprised, but then I remembered the Mexico story and I was like, hold on. That shit was so fucking juicy. And then I was like, but I also almost fucking died. Not really. I wasn't even close to death at all. That was dramatic. I crawled my way out of a hospital bed to attend Jenna's wedding. That wasn't more interesting or the secret proposal that I planned. You guys, you guys, we got to be better at this. Also, I hate to break it to you all, but I was on this really good track record those last two years of posting breakup episodes in March. Um, I don't think that's going to happen because, listen, never say never. However, uh, it's already like December. So the the likelihood of me going through some like earth shattering breakup by March is, is probably a little off. I wouldn't put it past me. I'm not saying challenge accepted. However, it's I, I I'm i nervous. I don't want to lose you all by me saying I'm not I'm not going to have another breakup episode. I know that's not true. I hope it's not true. But anyways, fuck you guys. I love you. Um, so <laughs> also let me tell you about my weekend because it was fabulous. Well, it was it was half fabulous. It was mostly fabulous. I was supposed to go up to Sonoma County on Friday and I'm super bummed because I wanted to see um friend of the podcast Julie and her sweet angel baby Gigi and I um she wasn't feeling good but I really wasn't feeling good and so um I decided to not go up on Friday I woke up at the ask crack of dawn to watch the USA game I haven't been posting about it because I'm lazy this I'm not even joking you I literally watched the world cup and I take notes about things I want to say in TikTok videos. And then I get too lazy to make the TikTok videos and that's on me. But I did wake up early in the morning and I watched the USA game. And, um, honestly, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. I think that the USA played better the USA. Do people call it that? I think the U S played a really good game and it just seemed like the defense like couldn't get their shit together, but they were like good. Like I felt like us was mostly on offense like the whole time. And then, you know, they got scored on and that was sad. And I really felt like we were going to have a comeback in the extra time. And then we didn't, but it's okay. Cause nothing was more embarrassing than if you watch the Portugal and Switzerland game, those bitches got spanked, absolutely spanked. And I was bummed because the Switzerland game before this was hella juicy. There was a fight. I don't even remember who they played, but as juicy as hell and then I was like, oh, shit, a Portugal game with, uh, you know, Switzerland. I'm, I'm rooting for them, whatever. And then they got absolutely spanked. I think the final score was six to one. And if you don't watch soccer um, or football, depending on what you want to call it, uh, this is like a low scoring game. Both other games that I watched this morning had to go into like a, a kickoff. I don't know what they call it. I feel like kickoffs, not the right term goal down I really should learn my terms if I'm going to try to be a a low-key sports podcast on the side what is a shootout a shootout that's what they call in hockey right none of you can answer me anyways um they basically just shoot they shoot goals at each other and see who wins and I was like because it was a tie game in both times and then I watched Switzerland and and thinking it was going to be the same and they got fucking spanked absolutely spanked. So anyways, uh, I, am going to keep watching. I'm bummed. I'm like pretty actually having to like go into the office for the rest of the week. So I probably won't be able to watch. Um, I've been having it on the TV behind. I am doing my work. I want, you know, actually it's been helpful. I feel like it motivates me. I feel like a coach is yelling at me to do my, um, schoolwork, homework, my job work. Um, yeah. So (sighs) Back to my weekend. So once I was done watching the game, I went up and uh, met some friends in Sonoma County. And it was super fun. i um, friends of the podcast, Monica and Daniella and Christina. And Christina let me stay at her place, which was so fun. And, um, you know, there's always these friends that you don't get to see enough. You know, I feel that with like all my friends. I'm like, I never get to see anybody enough. Like I would love to see everybody every single day. Uh, but, you know, that's just how life goes. And I'm so glad I was able to like make time to get up there. So we went to the Barlow. Big fan of the Barlow. If you're from Sonoma County, you know what I'm talking about. Love Sebastopol. Um, and of course, I was like, I we have to go to Crooked Go. I was being so annoying. We did go to this. We started this wine bar where it was like a pour your own wine. And I've only seen that with beer. And this was like so freaking cute. So bougie. So dangerous. Also, because like it's expensive and um, it was just super, super cute. So we went to that and then we like popped around We ended up going to Crooked Go and um, I absolutely loved it. And I have to tell you, listen, my sweet angel friend, Daniella, has a a daughter who I love. I've talked about this on the podcast that she was like the first baby. I was like, give me that kid. And I held her. She's a star. She's a star. She got up on stage at Crooked Go and sang Bingo, like B-I-N-G-O. And I've never been more into a performance in my life. Like One Direction Who? I saw One Direction in floor seats and I'd see Maya again. I think she should open for them. I think they should return. I think she should open for them. It was so unbelievably cute. I was living for it. And I'm like, I hope this kid keeps that energy for the rest of her life. As somebody who grew up doing the same thing, I'm sure. And trying to jump on any stage. Look how great I turned out. Absolutely perfect. So. It was really funny because when we went to crooked goat there was a group of people sitting two tables away from me and i was like i know these people i know some of these people but i was like would they remember me and i feel like this is the big toss-up i'm sure people feel this way about high school and college but i was like i knew these people in college would they remember me but i was like not feeling bold enough clearly not drunk enough to go walk up and say hi then we go to another bar and there are literally there's only two groups at this bar and it's like us and them. And I was like, we're in these close quarters. Do I say hi? I am just, listen, I am so sensitive these days. This last couple of weeks, she's been a um a anxious bitch, like tragically insecure little bitch. So I was like, if I get rejected, I just can't fucking hang. Like, you know, if they're like, who? So anyways, luckily, two of them came and said hi to me. And it was so great to catch up, blah, blah, blah. And then we went to this other bar. We were like, one more drink, right? Because of course. Of course, I am a a problematic one more drink bitch. If you get me out, I'm going to be a one more drink girl. Uh, Normally, I'm a in bed by 9 p.m. girl. But if you've got me in that right era, especially you got to start me day drinking. If it's nighttime and I'm starting to drink, I'm out. I'm out. One glass of wine, one beer, (laughs) one, two. I'm out. However, if you got day drunk, smashly, she's like, let's fucking go. One more drink. So anyways, because um, a part of me was ready to go get some Taco Bell, but I was really happy to go uh, get another drink. We went to this weird pig bar. Couldn't tell you anything about it. Not that I was drunk, but genuinely couldn't tell you anything about it. And they were there again, which was so great because there was um, one of uh, like a girl that I knew in college that was there and I just realized I need to text her back. But exchange numbers. I was so excited. I love, li- listen, women are just the best. Okay. We just get so like, it's so nice to see each other. So genuine, you know? And I know everybody's like, you know, you see someone and you're like, Oh my God, we should hang out. And then you don't. And you're like, no, I want to though. Like I'm the kind of person that's like, I want to make this happen somehow. So anyways, it was just super great, but I did feel very stalkery that we just kept, it was not intentional, obviously. Like how would I know they were going there? But we did continue to like run into each other and it was super fun. Um, but yeah, we went home, I mean, at midnight, which is so late. Like, I think like we closed down the bar and as we were leaving, like Uber's called, this guy approaches us. It was, I believe just me, Christina and Josh at this time. And he was like, Hey, do you want to come to party back at my house? We have six bedrooms and you can spend the night. I was like, what the fuck do you think? I want to spend the night at some random's house. I mean, I we're before the, we're before the commercials. I'm not going to elaborate on what I just said, but this random dude's just like come party at my house. And first of all, no, this guy looks like he I I don't know how to say anything without getting canceled on that one. I'll just say this. He didn't look fun. OK, he didn't look like it was going to be a good time. So um, anyways, I just <laughs> um, I was like, uh, no, I think we're good. Or one of us said that. And he was like fine you're lame anyways and I was like okay first of all fucking steroid rages let's like back it the fuck up a little bit and I was like I can't believe this guy just told me I wasn't cool and you know I'm sensitive these days so I was like oh my god what like this weird guy wanted me to like stay in one of his six bedrooms doesn't think I'm cool I, I don't know I was like listen I am just trying to get Taco Bell, but it was amazing because when we got back to Christina's, we were talking about this and I was like, wait, I have to write this down to tell him the podcast. And as I'm telling this story, I'm like, this really wasn't as funny as I thought it was in my head. But, you know, that that's like a regular thing, I think, when you're drunk, like when you're drinking, you're like, everything is funnier. And then when you're sober, you're like, is it though? Wasn't that good? But overall, it was a really good night. I drove home early Sunday morning and pretty much slept the rest of the day because we went to bed at like two in the morning. Like who? Because of course we had to wait for our DoorDash Taco Bell. If you're not ending a drunk night with DoorDash Taco Bell, like we're not friends. You know what I mean? Like I just don't want to hear it. I want to hear from people who are like, oh my God, I could never, I could never eat Taco Bell. It's like, but why? Why rob yourselves of life's greatest creation? It, it, trust me, it's not good for me. It fucks my shit up. Like my tummy hurts, but at this point my tummy hurts no matter what I do. So like, who cares? But I shared this, uh, meme the other day on Instagram because it was so perfect. And it said my toxic trait is knowing that a food's going to hurt my stomach and think that it will be different this time. And I was like, yes, 1000%. Yes. So anyways, um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should at Ashley Ashley with two E's. Oh, we love the holidays, and I know, I know, everybody's telling you where you should shop. But guess what? I'm going to tell you, too. I think you should shop at Kitsch. Listen, they have such cute stocking stuffers, and I'm picturing it in my head you go get yourself a chic little stocking and you fill it with the ice roller, the towel scrunchie, the satin pillowcase will fit in there, the hair curler. They've got these little body soaps that are super cute. And I'm sure smell amazing. Like there are so many good gifts you can get and it's so simple. Get them all together, one big order. And then guess what? Cause I'm Santa's little helper and I'm going to ride my reindeer right into your savings. I'm going to give you a 15% off discount. Ashley Sleek 15 at checkout, get 15% off your order, and it's going to be a perfect gift for the holiday season. So you can shop the link in my bio on Instagram at AshleySleek. That's Ashley with two E's of course. Happy shopping. I got an ask Ashley question all about closure. And I thought that was such a good and important conversation to talk about. So The question was, do you feel that you need closure from your relationship with Scotland? And I was like, babe, I've been closed. I mean, that was a pretty cocky answer for somebody who cried for months on months and months. But if you ask me right now, I would say that I am closed and I will love to elaborate on that. Uh, But the second part was, are you able to move on fully without having that full closure and conversation? As I remember, you mentioned to move on, you need to know all of the truths and I will say this I don't remember what I said (laughs) in this context but here's what I will say I know what I need to know when it comes to Scotland and in the breakup what I needed to know was that he wasn't the right person for me and that's it period I don't really need to know anything else at this point about the relationship. Was there a time where I was fucking trying to scooby-doo that shit up? And I was like, here is a bunch of scenarios in which could have led to this breakup. And was I driving myself absolutely nuts? Yes. Was I doing that up to like, as of recently, maybe a couple months ago? Totally. There were a lot of things that I had a really hard time understanding with that breakup And I really drove myself fucking crazy trying to understand it. When in reality, it came down to what I just said. The only thing that I needed to know was that he wasn't right for me. And that's it. And I feel like that's the best place to get to. So, okay, I wrote a couple things down about this because uh, this is what I will say about the closure situation, because I do think sometimes we tend to use closure as an excuse to kind of hold on to somebody so in my opinion I think that no matter how long the relationship was if it was real to you you deserve a conversation with a breakup to me, I think you deserve an in person conversation. I am very strong on that, but at least an over the phone conversation. So, for those of you who don't remember or might be new to the podcast, Jimmy and I dated for about five years. He doesn't have a nickname because I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? This is pre nickname days. He was, if you scroll back, he's on an episode. I didn't delete it. Whatever. Memories. So, anyways, when I broke up with Jimmy, I did it over the phone. Granted, Would I have normally done that? No. I'm no Joe Jonas. The only reason I did that was because he wasn't home. And that was like the end of the breakup. But I said on the phone, we've been together for five years. We deserve an in-person conversation. And to me, I was like, this is going to be closure, right? And I think the thing about closure is that the way I look at closure is it's actually the acceptance that the relationship is over. That's how I see it now. And so When I had my conversation with Jimmy, the only thing that did for me was solidify that I made the right choice. That was probably one of the dumbest conversations I've ever had in my life. So unbelievably frustrating, but I deserved to have it. And I think everybody deserves to have a conversation about why you're breaking up. But here's the deal. What I used to think would be a magical cure to like breakup pains is actually just a step and that's it and sometimes it makes you feel better and sometimes it makes you feel worse in the arena of Scotland I will say that we did have a few conversations well especially like I mean he texted me and obviously I was gonna call I'm fucking crazy you're gonna text me we're done I'm not gonna be like um hello ring ring what the fuck you know I don't have chill I don't have chill I do a whole there is a whole episode if you go back about how I don't have chill. And so, um, you know, we had conversations and I think the biggest mistake that I made with trying to find closure with Scotland was constantly thinking that I didn't have it. Constantly feeling like, you know, the door was open and a lot of that was because I was still texting him. I think the best thing that I could have done was cut off communication. I'm glad that we had some conversations after, of course, because it was really hard for me to understand how it could go from something so great in that we were like talking about a future to all of a sudden it was like gone. And I say this saying, this is not a diss on him. Like he had every reason. That's what I mean about like the, all the truths. Like there, I don't think there was a lie there. He said that, you know, He needed to focus on his son and his career and all these things. And I believe that that was the truth. So I don't think there's any like hidden lies on this. There's there's things that, you know, I was trying to uncover all this shit. And I was like, no, the the, like I said, and I say it again, the truth is, is that this was not my person and that's okay. And I'm going to give you all the tough love that was most definitely given to me that I very much tried to avoid. And it is this. I constantly thought that like I needed to talk to him and it was going to make me feel better right like okay I need more closure more conversation but in reality babe I was just making up excuses to talk to that bitch I was just trying to hold the fuck on and you know what that got me fucked over don't do that shit your heart don't listen to her don't listen to her Uh uh-uh she don't know she's like oh my god I can't believe it's over but maybe if we just have another closure conversation then maybe he'll like realize he was wrong and come back to me. And listen, is this me projecting what I did onto you? 1000% but tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You are absolutely entitled to your conversation about whatever you need to have but if you don't get it, you are fully gonna be okay to move on. You really are because I think that and I said this earlier but really what held me back from moving on was trying not to was like taking the easy way out and cutting corners and being like, I can still talk to him. It'll be fine. Or I can just start dating right away. Like that will help me get over it. No, I needed to be sad and let myself be sad about it. And I needed to accept that this wasn't everything that I thought. And I needed to accept that actually, no matter what happens, this was the wrong relationship. And I, felt like, oh my God, how the fuck did I pick somebody wrong again? Like, blah, blah blah, but it, I'm so glad I did. I learned so much from my relationship with Scotland and I joke about the whole thank you next phase and and when you're dating someone and breaking up, but it's real. At some point, you're gonna be like, you know what? it didn't work out. And I'm glad and I learned a lot and it's fine and that is the closure that you need. But I don't think that there are any amount of conversations that you're gonna have with somebody else that are going to make you feel that way. Unfortunately, closure comes from you. And I know it's so fucking cheesy to say, but it's so true. It's so true. You're looking for answers under the wrong rock. Like it's within you. So to circle back and answer the question, do you feel that you need closure about your relationship with Scotland? I think I got it. And I don't necessarily think it came from him. I think it really came from me. And If I if I can move on fully without having that closure and conversation, two different things. I think that in order for me to move on and feel good about dating again, I needed to be closed. I needed to, you know, feel okay about that relationship. And I needed to feel like it's okay that sometimes I still get angry. I still get angry about shit with Jimmy sometimes. But it was more like I needed to know that I was dating to not try to get over him but I was dating because I was ready to and I don't really think that that would come from a conversation with him if that makes sense um and yeah I think as, as you said you know I might have said something about needing to know all the truth, but the truth is just that that this was the wrong person and that's really all you need to know hopefully that helps in answering your question um just I think if you put too much pressure on what having a conversation is going to do I think it backfires on you I think that You have every right to say whatever you need to say and you deserve to get your voice out. But that's what it's for. A closure conversation to me is for you to say what you need to say. And that's it. It's for you, babe. If you're doing it for them or whatever, it's just it's not going to feel good. I guarantee you they're not going to say something that's going to make you, you know, happy the whole time. They might say things that make you feel better. Like I said, I'm glad that I got to have conversation with him. I'm glad I got to have a conversation with Jimmy. It helped, but to me, it wasn't the thing that absolutely gave me closure. Uh, speaking of dating, though, I don't have much to tell you because I am slowing it down a little bit. I'm actually thinking about deleting my dating apps um, for the time. I just think I need a refresh. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I think I could delete it and like literally re-download download it right back. But I feel like I just need, there, there's been so many things I've learned, in the, especially in the last like couple weeks even here about like who I am and moving on, especially from this past relationship and like, you know, really feeling like comfortable and good with myself that I think that there is a bad energy around my, my dating apps. And I know you're thinking I'm sounding like a crystal hippie right now. And I am and I mean it. I just feel like there's a bad energy around it right now. And I need a fucking refresh, which means I need a whole new photo shoot and all new pictures. So get ready for that. Uh, But anyways, that doesn't mean they're deleted yet. And I just have to share that I did something that I feel kind of guilty about, but I stand by So I decided to do that banter thing again. So if you don't know, if you're like in a happy relationship and you don't have to be on Bumble, good for you. Let me tell you about banter. So if you watch Ted Lasso, it's the dating app that they have on the show. And basically the premise is that you can't see the person. And so you're basically talking to someone that you have no idea what they look like and then you meet up, right? So Bumble took this concept and does like basically speed dating on Thursdays. And so you can't see the person, you have three minutes to talk to them and then you can see their profile. And my mom and I were doing this together like (laughs) a month ago and we had the best time. I didn't end up talking to anybody, not that I didn't have matches, but um, I got lazy. That's the other reason I think I need to delete the apps if I'm going to date, I need to be like committed to it. I just like, I can't even commit to like what I want to have for dinner tonight. I've been thinking about it a lot while I'm, while I'm recording. I'm like, I really have things to eat here, but I also want Chipotle, but I haven't eaten Chipotle in like literally probably six months because I keep getting sick off of it, but it's that whole toxic. I'm already sick. Do I just like commit? and be sick thought mindset that's really kind of fucking me up so anyways um that was my issue I just like didn't feel like talking to anybody so I did it again and then oops I and <laughs> I matched with this guy and uh he told me he had a dog which is pretty much all you really need to tell me in order to get me to talk to you um but then I was like oh what kind of dog is it and uh he said it was an American hairless terrier so I Googled it and then I unmatched him. And I know, I know that's so fucked. However, I do feel like a dog breed says a lot about someone. And maybe he's allergic to dog hair and I'm being an asshole, but these dogs are ugly. They're ugly, okay? And don't even get me fucking started on a hairless cat. That is the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I know, I know I'm getting canceled in a couple of your guys' minds, but listen, listen everybody's entitled to their opinions and I'm not trying to make the blanket statement that if you own one of these hairless animals that you're weird I'm just saying that for me personally it's a little bit of a red flag and I need you to explain yourself but there are so many dogs that are so cute but why and it's not like I even gave him the chance to explain I just literally unmatched him I didn't even ghost him I was like nope what an asshole, what an unbelievable asshole. I don't even deserve my right to be on the dating app, so it's why I need to be removed, okay? Um, <laughs> speaking of controversy, this is my controversial episode, okay? I'm saying things that I feel like are gonna get me in trouble, but I have to say this, and I wanna be very clear about why I'm sorry what moment, because it's not nice, and I know that. I'm aware, however, and it needs to be said, And I really don't want to get uninvited to these specific kind of parties, but I would like to talk about the white elephant party. Here's the deal. If for some reason you don't know what a white elephant party is, it's where everybody brings like a gag gift and then they're all wrapped and then you get a number and then you pull and you like get a gift and you can steal from each other, blah, blah. It's a very fun concept. Here's my situation. Here's my problem with it. I have mastercrafted my way into not buying any of my friends Christmas presents. I think I have two friends that I still buy Christmas presents for. And I know because I know they love gift giving. And so I'm not going to like rob them of this experience. Okay. But, and I also, I like gift giving and the fact that I'm down to two makes me like it even more. I do have like, I, I told my sister the other day that like, listen, I, you have a child. I will be getting your child presents. You no longer gift gifts. However, I don't have a kid. So I think I still deserve one. And I stand by that statement. Um, but You know, I've kind of cut it down where it's like my parents, now my niece and my two friends. So I'm like crafting. I was like, fuck yeah, she's got it down. I got invited to four white elephant parties. Now, when I mastered my shit around of not having to get gifts, now all of a sudden I have to get four gifts with a $25 limit? No. What the fuck? Where can I get a bulk, like... Uh, the concept is good. The concept is good, right? It's funny. One time, I think my best experience doing White Elephant was I put a framed photo of Dre and I, who you see my morning show co-host in the White Elephant. It was like a black and white photo and we signed it. And then I put a bottle of wine in there. It was perfect. It was a great gift. I'm not trying to get four signed photos of myself. Actually, that would be good. Maybe I should just keep doing that. But I was just like, It's not that I don't want to go to the parties and I don't think it's a good concept. However, I was just like, no, I managed to not buy gifts. I was like, nobody's getting a fucking present for me. And now I have all these white elephant gifts. And this is what I'm saying. Please don't uninvite me. But like, is there something else we can do? What if everybody comes and they like write a free joke on a piece of paper and then we all read them and we try to decide whose dumbass joke it was? That sounds fun and free. You know what I mean? I feel like an asshole. I feel like I should have waited until after all the parties, but I really sat back and realized I was like, oh, my God, these parties are all white elephant. And like, what the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do? I think the original concept, by the way, of white elephant was it was something that you found in your house that you didn't want anymore. I feel like we should bring that shit back. I, I got a couple things. Maybe that is what I should do. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I'm not trying to be a cheap ass here's my situation. I am not um, financially stable. And so I was like, oh, fuck me on that. And then it's like, you can't be the one asshole who doesn't bring something. You know what I mean? I do like the parties where like some people it's like, this is our tradition. And I'm like, okay, yes, I get it. This is your tradition. And I think it was a really great way to avoid when you're in a big family having to buy presents for everybody. Like that was a sweet deal. I understand it but you don't understand that I already cut everybody off. So like, what the fuck, you know? Oh, I'm stressed about it. I'm so stressed. I'm just kidding. I'm really excited. I'm actually, so this weekend I have a, um, one of my favorite like kind of parties my friend Aaron throws a, a cookie party where everybody brings a tray of cookies. It's a cookie exchange. So then there's little boxes and we all get to take home everybody's cookies. And I have been like, so into this. I was like, I'm going to bring a fucking good cookie. So I found on Ghirardelli's website, a, um, hot cocoa cookie with like marshmallow. So I'm planning on bringing that. I'm also bringing my famous apple cider sangria. And I'm very proud of myself for that. Uh, there is a white, white elephant to that as well. So we'll see what I bring. Um, might be more framed photos of me. We'll see. I don't know everybody there, so I don't know if they would all enjoy that as much as my family did, but I just want you to know that that gift got stolen by the way. And my, my cousin Kelsey got it. I don't know if she still has it, but I should ask. I went to her apartment. I didn't see it up. So I'm gonna have to inquire about that. But anyways, I love you all. Thank you for inviting me to your parties. Please don't uninvite me, please, please, please. I'm sorry. And when I come to your party, please don't think I'm sitting there hating it. I do love it. I just, I'm an asshole and this is my podcast. And I just, I know somebody else is thinking this. Uh, also I have to share with you before I leave, um, You know, before I make my grand exit, something really exciting that happened to me today. Well, it happened to the family, I guess. So my dad ordered something on Amazon and they accidentally sent him an air fryer, like a mini air fryer. And I've been looking at two purchases that I think I, well, there's actually three. Okay, there's three things that I think I need. One is an air conditioning unit. One is an air fryer and one is a treadmill like I could be seeing these hot girls on their walks on their computer so they get like a standing desk and a treadmill and they put it under and they walk while they work that's bad bitch shit right there that's bad bitch clock and I know some of you are thinking I know your ass has a Peloton that you don't use why the fuck would you buy a treadmill leave me alone the treadmill comes in pink and I want it okay so anyways and as we just mentioned I'm not financially stable so I was like I can't afford any of this but I'm like leaving on the list whatever try to strategize how do I think I can get this air fryer So my dad's like, do you want the air fryer? They told me to keep it. So they sent it to him by accident and they're like, no, you can have it. And I was like, so now I have an air fryer. Now I have an air fryer. I have made it in life. I have fully made it in life. I have an air fryer. I'm going to buy this little silicone mats from Amazon that I get served to me on ads all the time. They think I'm an air fryer person. Whoever is running my algorithm is like, this bitch has her shit together. So she owns an air fryer. The answer is I don't. I don't have my shit together and I don't own an air fryer. However, now I just got one for free. So I do give off the essence that I have my shit together because I have an air fryer. So we get the little silicone mats. I think I'm going to heat up my pizza in it today. I'm so fucking excited about this air fryer. So I do have to find out where I'm going to put it. because I'm not allowed of counter space, but I feel blessed. And my dad was like, I considered using that for White Elephant. And I was like, how tragic. I was like, I would have fought for this air fryer if we would have done it. I, I can't wait to come back and tell you all my ideas. Because like, here's the thing about White Elephant was I was like, I don't want to buy any more gifts. However, I did think of like a million great ideas, but it's always hard when you don't know the scenery. Like, I don't know how many people think things are funny. Like everybody is different, you know, like. I feel like it could cause a lot of controversy. I do, however, like to stir the pot. So there's that. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, you guys. I love you all so much. You make me feel amazing that I am able to do this every week and you keep listening. And please tell a friend, pre- please, please, please like, comment, subscribe and download. Um, I I just am so excited. Happy uh, holiday season month. I can't believe we're already in December. It is making me so wild and crazy, but I'm really excited for the next year. I think it's going to be amazing. So thank you for spending time with me. I love you and I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye.